Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners is for our clients and those wanting to learn more about what's really going on within the markets and economy, as well as overall financial planning topics. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners. I'm Andy Smith. Eric Susie. <laughs> what, number eight, huh? Number eight, episode eight. It's uh, the 12th. <laughs> That's right. February. February 12th, 2021. So what are you doing with uh, Becky? You going to take care of her for Valentine's Day? <laughs> That's right. You know, it was funny. The last time the last time we went out to a restaurant was Valentine's Day last year. Boom! So like, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> as a, yeah, as a, as a couple. So. That's great. I hear yeah, you. I no, it's, uh, How about I you? Can... You got any? Yeah, lay low. Trying to catch up in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Seuss is loose. The Seuss is loose. It's been a long, crazy few weeks here. That's right. Good. Nice well, weather, at least. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, springtime, please. En- enough shoveling. Uh-huh. Anyways, yeah. Let's get into. It. We got a lot to cover. A lot of factual points, and uh, I guess the the COVID the tracker, mm-hmm. as you can see, still had a huge spike up there the past month. Curved mm-hmm. over. You can see it bending down now. So uh, that's good. Hopefully this is the last big push of uh, the virus spike. And I know you have uh, your uh, input or sheet there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, well, you can see uh, just from the tracker there uh, some interesting data that um, that the first, says the first nine months of 2020 show a, almost a 21% increase in homicides compared to the same period in 2019, the largest single-year increase in homicides since the uh, U.S. started keeping records back uh, in the 20th century. Yeah, uh, 20th century. So, yeah. so yeah, the COVID, yeah, the virus causing a lot of disruption mm-hmm. and not just deaths from COVID, but other stay at home uh, orders and yeah, ramifications of the, the virus or, you know, ramifications. I wouldn't of want that. to be the mayors of uh, New York or California right now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot Crazy of stuff being exposed. <laughs> Crazy time. Yeah. Especially yeah. today in the news for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, I, they, and I was reading in like first trust too. They're talking about the path to immunity mm-hmm. about, you know, there's the numbers as far as who's getting vaccinated, but they were saying that, that it looks like the number that were closer mm-hmm. uh, to immunity yeah. be, just because of the people that maybe have had the virus that didn't get tested right. and, and you know, all that you, you kind of factor in all that stuff. And so, but anyhow, but, um, but it's definitely good to see. It looks like we're making progress. People are getting vaccinated. Totally agree. Um, my folks did. And, uh, yeah. yeah, my parents yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. So, um, we'll get there folks. Keep the faith. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> That's right. That's all right. right. Well, good. Now moving on to a lot of factual stuff. So we're going to do some forecasting projections, GDP earnings. So, we're over 80% through uh, fourth quarter GDP earnings, uh, killing it on the growth and earnings estimates. So uh, well above uh, the, the norm, which is great. Um, let me take a step back, just talk briefly about the, the quads as a remembrance. They're quad one, two, three, four, quad one, spring, quad two, summer, quad three is fall, quad four is winter. So the first half of this year, the first two quarters, we are in a quad two. So... Um, as you can see here at the quad two, it's just moving right along. So the party continues, the show goes on. The show goes on! And you'll see that. And yes, we're in it for now. So there will be a point in time. Things will lighten up. We'll have to change the allocations again. Uh, speaking of that, briefly, uh, we, you know, Andy and I, over the past few weeks and uh, uh, over time, uh, <laughs> we've got the models rebalanced, the accounts rebalanced, uh, using a lot of thematic sectors different plays that we're using 
for um, things that should do okay under the new regimes or agenda, what they want to get across. So uh, obviously you don't want to fight the Fed. You don't want to fight uh, the trend, the momentum. So that's what we're um, focusing on now, such as just, you know, like tips, treasury inflation protection, just things like that, that should do well. Commodities in a rising interest rate environment, um, uh, the EV plays, all natural resources, things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's plenty of it. You'll see a lot of the changes in your accounts as well. And uh, um, that's that's for uh, that aspect of it. But going back to... Um, well, I thought we were just putting everybody in GameStop. GameStop, I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why didn't we? Hit the button, 400% return in a day or two? Ooh, everybody just retire right now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> How about Bitcoin? Yeah, crazy, crazy <laughs> times of Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Yeah, we get, we, you know, everyone, we, we'll get a de- uh, decent amount of calls about Bitcoin or... Mm-hmm. Just people, you know. I think people just wanting to know what it is and how they can buy it, and and uh, and really all Bitcoin is it's it's, it's electronic cash, kind right. of in a sense. It's just electronic currency that it's fairly speculative right now. Obviously, it's not regulated by the government. It's not regulated by FDIC. Uh, you know, you hear stories of people logging into their Bitcoin wallet and everything's gone. You yeah. know, people hack into it. Right. And so, um, like, you can't, we can't buy it. Like, we can't call Schwab up and say, hey, we want to put our clients at Bitcoin. No. You can't do it. Um, so there are elements, though, right. of kind of that, of cryptocurrency that we can get into. And I know there's talk right now of potential Bitcoin or cryptocurrency exchange-traded funds or mutual funds yeah. um, coming together maybe by the end of the year. And those, so, those, so kind of our take on Bitcoin is that we're, you know, it's always best to be second. <laughs> you know, to um, kind of let things play out. When it comes know. to things like this, amen, That's for right. sure. Yeah. And so just, you know, we're being cautious and watching it from a distance, seeing how things play out. There could be an opportunity at some point down the road, but we're, it's not something we're, we want to rush into necessarily. But um, We it's have a, indirect plays, though, with the funds. You yeah, know. yeah, indirectly. So that's what we're doing. So we have uh, yep. that exposure throughout the funds that we're using. So That's right. We're, we got some exposure, but not the direct play of Bitcoin. So. That's right. Yeah, because, you know, that... That's it's Bitcoin's exciting. Right. It's quick. It's fast. You know, building wealth in a well diversified portfolio is boring. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's slow. It's, it's slow. Um, the it, turtle versus the hare. Who wins right. the race? The turtle. <laughs> that's right. So, so, but hopefully, you know, you know, again, it's something that we obviously we're aware of it and things we're watching and we'll, we'll communicate more. Yeah. Uh, I hear you on that. that. So uh, just moving back to the overall GDP. So forecasts. So we started out, um, you know, our, our take on a lot of different things was the S&P 500, uh, you know, how things, and again, all you do, anybody, any forecast, economists, all the research strategic partners that we use, it's best guesstimate. So with the information you have at the time. So we're still sticking to our 8 9% return in the S&P. And it could be a lot higher, i.e., remember we mentioned earlier on other episodes, you know, 15 60% for the S&P from other firms that are out there. Um, but GDP, all based on earnings and GDP, so Goldman Sachs, uh, they've increased. You want GDP greater than zero. That means you're growing. Um, you know, obviously, uh, for 2021, 20, uh, the, the now or the forecast for Goldman Sachs is now 6.6% GDP growth. Ned Davis Research, 4.6%. First Trust, 4%. August Research, 5.1%. That's phenomenal. I hope they're all right. That means we're all making a ton of money. So um, that's that's great, but uh, so what's now back up like so GDP? That's what does that stand gross for? Gross domestic product. So it's just overall how the economy is doing. You just okay. want it greater than zero. So all these 
firms I just mentioned are all you know, mid, you know, low, mid single digit returns, which is f- fabulous. Mm-hmm. So we're coming off a decline of over 3% GDP for 2020. So if we go from minus to a positive and, you know, get to the even 2%, 3% range would be great. But uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, like I said, the first half of the year, um, that's where we're going full boat for now. And, um, and what that said, you know, the Federal Reserve of Bank of Atlanta, they put out the GDP now cast. So uh, they revise that every, uh, every so often. <laughs> and um, right now, uh, the first quarter GDP, the forecast is 4.6% for th- from them as well. So, you know, things are, should be good. It's going to be still volatile. And you're going to see volatility still have its spikes. We saw that a couple of weeks ago. And then right now, there's a lot of sideways trading going on. So it's retrenching, burning off the uh, excess and this in the markets. So that's how you do it. Either you have a pullback or you go sideways. And right now we're in the sideways. So that just sets us up for the next leg uh, moving forward. So once spring, summer comes, that's why we have thematic uh, sector plays, you know, even the travel airlines, just things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's out there. Day Hagen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Day Hagen. That's that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's great fun. And, yep. you know, they uh, have exposure to that and they rebalance it on a monthly basis, too. So it's, it's fabulous. Um, so I guess, you know, we still have the K-shaped economy that's out there. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's still being propped up. A lot of spending, <laughs> low interest rates, et cetera. So the $1.9 trillion, uh, stimulus. Okay, that's for that. Assuming that goes through, then you have a, there you want to talk about almost two trillion for infrastructure play. Great, you know you're gonna have infrastructure exposure as well. Um, so there's a lot of you know stimulus, government interference. So which will keep the party going for a little while longer. So uh, you can't fight it. You want to participate in it, and that's what we're doing. And uh, so just be aware of that. But there's consequences yeah, <laughs> eventually. Plus. It's a lot of money being out, putting put out there. So yeah, what's the consequence of that? I mean, it's called inflation. So inflation, you know, a lot of different charts, and you'll see this um, um, on a, again run multiple calls throughout the weeks, whether it's NDR, Ned Davis Research, or Day Hagen, or whomever, uh, even uh, Schwab on their mm-hmm. calls as well. Yep. Um, but uh, right now, NDR, and you'll see this on your. Um, Reports coming out, the 10-year, they predict fair value is 1.95%, 1.95. So, you know, we came off the 0.5 low. We crossed the 1%. You know, we said 1.5. We mm-hmm. should hit that easily this year, and we'll see if it gets higher than that, 175 or onward. But, uh, yeah. you know, you'll see how it is projected to, to yeah. move forward. And then, you know, with inflation growing, it has to be measured uh, if it's small increments over time, the markets can digest that. If not, if it's a spike to the shock to the system, you know, markets won't do that like that per se, and there'll be more volatility and pullbacks and slash corrections. Um, again, how you offset that's using, you know, tips, commodities, other uh, uh, instruments that we have for our funds and for our clients, and mm-hmm. you own that. So uh, do the best one can. and. and yeah. And, uh, and I'm already seeing it too at the grocery store. Oh, it's ridiculous. Just different, you know, just paying more for goods, right? Oh, yes. Wow. And, you know, again, this is coming from the Day Hagen webinar is on uh, this week. So it talks about the, the cash sidelines being fully invested. So, you know, just right now, people are fully invested and we're, you know, back into the markets as well, fully invested, et cetera. And with that said, this is an interesting uh, factoid. Uh, pensions are have only 2.6% in cash. Pension, okay? Mm-hmm. That's the lowest since 1955. That's an incredible. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, these pension folks are trying to eke as much return as they can, but they're also fully leveraged. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it's a, good and bad, right? It's good and bad. Amen. Next, mutual funds. Uh, less than 2% are in cash, or meaning they have 2%, less than 2% are in cash. Against the lowest, in, um, a record low, excuse me, that's record low uh, for funds. And then the short interest uh, ratio, the short interest ratio is now 1.6%. So you go long, his market's going up, short is down. So because it's down so low, 1.6, it's the lowest since the year 2000, which was 1.5. So again, the, road, the show goes on. So we're going to ride these ponies a little bit longer, and that explains why the short interest ratio is so low uh, for that reason, because uh, you know, the party will continue for now. Moving on to a little bit of a, you know, the green energy and all that stuff. So there's a play to be had on that. So you'll see through this uh, uh, slide here, it's pretty interesting. So Andy, Russ, myself, we went to this uh, forum last year. Uh, it was actually put on by First Trust, mm-hmm. one of our strategic partners. And as you can see, you, know, you hear about the Green New Deal and all that and the clean air and what have you. So it's interesting, folks. So what's fact versus fiction? But you can see USA, we're one of the cleanest countries in the world, Okay. So you can see that on the green chart there. And then you have your middle of the road, the, the yellow Germany, the EU, and that falls into even Russia is there in the yellow range. Orange, uh, that's South Africa, Mexico, Zimbabwe. Okay. Then red, okay, that moves into India and China. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So they produce the most, uh, those two combined almost the most. And then you have the dark red, that's Egypt, Nigeria, Chad, that's located in Africa. Mm-hmm. So as one can see, you know, all these plays, that's why we're doing the EV play and the Fords getting into it, spending all that money and, and uh, uh, Apple signing deals with Hyundai and, and Kia. So autonomous cars, EV, it's here to stay. The genie's out of the bottle. So we're going to play in that space. Um, and so the commitment uh, is to be neutral, green, what have you, by 2035. I find that interesting. We're already green. But, hey, folks, we, you know, let's put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, China is good. They don't have to be green until 2060, okay? So <laughs> it's in, they're one of the worst polluters. So another thing, that's why we're in minerals and minings and all that, nickel, uh, because, you know, copper, it's four times. These V cars takes four times the amount of energy from that. And yeah, so it's just, EV is just environmental friendly. Um, electric vehicles, sorry. Oh, okay. The okay. Teslas of the right. world. Okay. Yeah, yeah environmentally friendly, sorry. Yeah. But uh yeah, um, but it's just, it's interesting um, when you really peer back the layers and look at this and you can see, so just stay informed is what we're saying. And, um, you know, to fill up the food basket, as you can see, grocery and prices index. So that's going higher. That's why you have commodities, the second pane window. And then the last one's the, um, uh, the water. So we have a play on that as well. So the Great Lakes uh, represents about 84% of the fresh water surface in America. Um, so, these are just thematic themes and sectors that we're uh, utilizing, things of that nature we found to be interesting. And uh, we were waiting for a time to re- deploy it, and now is the time. So. All aboard! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you go out and buy your Tesla. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. um, what else is on your mind? What's going on? Oh, well, I know there's a lot of talk about the um, GameStop 
Oh boy! All right, so that was big last. You know, it kind of died down over the last week the or red so. Egg. Yeah, how that pushed people. Yeah, the red egg. Some of the activists investing, yes. and you know, so we started to see some of that. Obviously, it caused some volatility in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, short term, we kind of knew how it was going to end, and it seems to be ending that that yes. way, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, when you have. You know, people, you know, you might have heard on the news, you know, talking about, you know, they're trying to squeeze the shorts. And mm-hmm. and so when you sh- when you buy a stock, right, you say, hey, I want to buy Ford at five dollars. I sell it at 10. I make five dollars. So if I have one share, I make five dollars. If I have two, I make 10. So when you short a stock, you sell it first and then you buy it. So you're hoping, anticipating the price going down. And so in hedge funds, that's a common strategy because a hedge fund is. It's kind of like a unmonitored, in a sense, mutual fund. Right. You know, they don't have the regulation that a lot of mutual funds have. And right. basically, you give a hedge fund manager, usually there's like a million buy-in minimum. Here's my million dollars. How make me it? money. Yeah. Um, they don't have to tell you what they're doing, how they're doing it. Um, and so they one of the tactics is they'll kind of sh- they'll short the market or short stocks. Um, and so, the, you know, these groups were like, hey, we're going to go buy, you know, by buying stock they're driving the price up. up so if they were shorting it they were losing money so adds to the herd mentality forces yeah. everyone up and yeah so they had to sell or they had to buy i guess to cover their position because they're they're in a sense they're they were borrowing the shares yes. so um that's kind of a, a quick look at it but anyhow but um yeah. hedge fund went out of business two, yeah two, two, i think it was two uh Billion or yeah, I think it was two billion that cost them. So yeah, and there's hundreds of hedge funds, yeah. you know, and yeah. so there's kind of this mentality that their their mindset they're they're yeah. kind of bad, but they're just you know it's a way to invest. But um, but anyhow, but um, so we might see some more of that, but we're, we wouldn't you know against the short term volatility right. kind of news that's driving the market. But what's interesting too is you know with the bonds and lower rent, rate environment we're going to be in for a while, et cetera. You know, people are really stretching to find yield. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Finding that in high yield. So obviously we have exposure in high mm-hmm. yield, but we're using short end high yield. We're not going long, traditional, long end high yield. So just to add more flexibility to it. So what short term does that mean? Uh, under five years, okay. primarily. So debt that's, that's debt matures within, within five, five years. Five years, for the most okay. part, yes. Right. So rather than going 10, 15, 20 years or longer out. So just to be on the short end, be more tactical, a little bit more nimble in a rising interest rate environment, things of that nature. So, um, but yes, yeah, first time ever, the high yield bonds have dropped below 4%. Wow. That shows you the demand. So when people are clamoring for high yield, okay, they want, they want, they want it, there's not enough yeah. supply, so it just drives it down. So that's, it's, it's amazing. So that's something that, uh, again, people are stretching for, and um, it's something to be aware of, and we're aware of that. You know, U.S. economic growth, GDP year over year. So like we talked about that as well, this, this chart, as you can see, uh, this shows that, how it went down. You know, minus over 30% um, in the second quarter, third quarter up 33, fourth quarter positive four, but then negative for the year overall. And then going back to what we mentioned earlier, how we anticipate a good uh, solid GDP for this year. And heading into rates, um, you know, the, the two-year, 10-year spread. So again, jumping back a little bit, but using this chart, this shows you the two-year, 10-year spread, how, you know, 1.19 you know, heading to one five and probably going higher thereafter. So yep. short end of two years is going to be level and flat. It's not going to move a lot, but the longer end of the yield curve, the ten, you know, the ten year, thirty oh. year, that's going to move a little bit more. Yep. Um, and and we're seeing that. So hence why you have to have uh, commodities and tips and things to to protect you uh, for that. 
Also volatility, we briefly talked about that. So volatility, you can see it spiked up at 83 um, range during the COVID, came back down. You can see all the bumps up high, low, high, low. A couple weeks ago, we had a little spike up in the 30, almost 40, hit 40 actually, <laughs> about two weeks ago. And now we're uh, down closer to the 22 range. And the average uh, basically is around 18 is the average on the volatility index. That's just volatility in the stock market over the next 30 days. So you're always going to have volatility. Again, pullbacks are common. You have at least five 5% pullbacks during the calendar year in the S&P 500. So yep. remember that, folks. Don't freak out when you see the 5% pullbacks in the S&P. Yep. Um, that's normal. It's good. You want to see it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Remember we talked about how um, you go sideways trading, so you burn off the excesses, or you have these pullbacks and or corrections. So pullbacks are okay. Sideways trades are okay. That's just normal. Yep. And then just talking about the federal funds rate, how they're going to be lower for longer. So they want to keep rates low, but we'll see. Uh, maybe by the end of 2022, they may have to act earlier if inflation really does start to take off. So hopefully they can wait till 2023, but you know, time will tell yeah. on that aspect of it as well. Yeah. Um, I guess let's move on to tips of the month. What's our uh, tip of the month here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. Tip of the month, interesting. As far as demographics, so um, Neil Howe is part of uh, the Hedgeye, one of our strategic partners that we utilize. They mentioned the low birth rate. So a lot of countries, especially foreign countries, are really hurting for you know China, Japan, not enough kids and to support the, the, the older population. So here in the United States, we have it as well. So the upshot's this. Um, the, the first run, the first look that they're getting on birth rates during the pandemic in 2020, came in that fell by 50,000 births um, uh, over a year earlier. And that's just from uh, five states in Ohio as part of it, California, Ohio, um, Florida, Arizona, and Hawaii. So when you extrapolate that out, it represents this would be about a 5.3% decline in total births in 2020. So Not good. Not good. And, you know, <laughs> with people retiring – Social Security, labor force participation rate, not, mm -hmm. not back to where it was at the highs, you know, a little over 62% range. So, you know, currently, um, so you need more workers back in the workforce to support the folks who are on all the government programs, et cetera. So, yeah, we're all for legalized um, uh, immigration. immigration. Yeah, yes, we need it. We need it, but, uh, but it has to, you know, be done correctly. But, uh, so these are just trends and things to be aware of. So I thought maybe that was an interesting uh, tip of the month and, uh, with that. So with that said, I guess next month we'll have uh, more out there uh, mm -hmm. to uncover. And, uh, again, you know, we talked to Larry Williams. who mentioned the, you know, getting into February, early March could be uh, uh, you know, some more volatility. We'll see how it all shakes out. That's in the near term. Just mm -hmm. remember, we're invested for longer what's coming up. So we're still in quad two. The show goes on. We're going to hang in there. And then it we'll, might be another reallocation later in the summertime, we anticipate. But uh, for now, we'll continue onwards and uh, stay well, safe, and uh, wash the hands. We'll get through this and bring on springtime. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, guys. Take care. You can reach this episode on our website at mytruenorthwp.com, by other podcast venue sites, or by calling us at 614-929-2715. 
Also, feel free to share this episode with friends and family and sign up for our weekly email market updates via our website. Special thanks to our producer, Nathan, as we will be producing these episodes on a monthly basis. Investment advice offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor, DBA True North Wealth Partners. Investing involves substantial risk. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth do not make any guarantee or other promise as to any results that may be obtained from this. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. The economic forecasts set forth in this material may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. No reader should make any investment decision without first consulting his or her own personal financial advisor and conducting his or her own research and due diligence.